Hey rock stars, the lovers, the weird. This is episode 28 of the Atomic Blonde Podcast, and I'm your host, Heather May. It's school bay ween season here at Atomic Blonde, and I'm going to be slicing up some creepy fun over the next couple of months, all the way up until Halloween, because that's my jam. And Gold Bay Ween is not one to disappoint. I might just even put a spell on you. It gets in your eyes, it's making you cry. week by my guest Adam of the famous Goth Peaks. He is an artist, musician, and lover of Twin Peaks like myself. So for all you peakies out there, this episode is for you. If you're new to the Twin Peaks world, I highly suggest you invest some time into one of Lynch's finest. Sit back, make sure there isn't a fish in the percolator, grab a cup of damn fine coffee, maybe a sweet slice of cherry pie, and please, no crying, Andy. And all right, welcome, Adam. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Really happy to be here. I'm so happy you're here, too. So how has your week been? My week's been pretty good. Got a lot of good stuff done during work. So now I'm enjoying some days off with my family and my my little son, who I just put down for a nap. So got Aww. some time to record. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. How old is your son? He is going to be three in uh, about a little over a month. Aww, such a fun time. <laughs> yeah, he's asleep right now in a little in a, his Joy Division shirt. That is precious. <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep those kids stylish. Of course. <laughs> Hopefully, he'll okay. still want to wear a Joy Division shirt when he's older. Oh, I'm sure. I'm we'll sure. <laughs> no worries if he doesn't. Well, my week's been. Um... Fair. I mean, like, today is pretty decent. Um, little, little concerned, and my heart goes out to the people of Louisiana dealing with a hurricane right now. And yeah, um, their worst hurricane, right? That's yeah. And I mean, I've I live in Texas, so like I live in Houston, mm-hmm. and so I've gone through some hurricanes, and they're not fun. Um, yeah. And it just reminds me, like, seeing this hurricane there, it just reminds me of Harvey. And Harvey was, like, one of the worst hurricanes I've ever been through down yeah. here. And it just, like, parked on Houston for, like, 24 hours. And it just flooded and flooded and flooded. And I just Jeez. hope that, like, the storms, like, started to slow there. So I'm just hoping that it doesn't stop and flood and flood and flood them. Like, it's devastating no matter what. But, like, I just – it. It it brought back flashbacks for me. Like I was like, oh my gosh, the storm. Like looking Absolutely. at it, it looks like yeah. Harvey, and I was just like, I don't want that to happen for them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah it's, that it's heartbreaking. What's going on right now? I know everything's just the whole world's just going. Yeah, there's so much, so much going on right now. So much. Um, and I mean, like my past week's been decent. Like I was feeling really bad and was having trouble. Like thought I had like a cold or allergies or something, but. Mm-hmm. 
it surpassed. And so like, I'm feeling some better there. And, but yeah, so I hope everybody is okay in Louisiana and that the storm passes for them. And, um, yeah, cause it's never, it's never fun to go through any of that. And I, 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 I just, I don't even want to really talk about it anymore because it's so, it's like a trauma response for me, like going through like, no, of course, you know, I've experienced like being in a house and having the water come in and not stopping. Like it's, it's, it's a very um, surreal moment. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So we will move on. Um, So each episode I start with a mindful moment and let me pull up my quote. Have to go back through my pictures. <laughs> okay, let's see. Yeah, I have Where screenshots is... like of a bunch of random stuff on my phone. Oh my gosh, so my phone is horrible. It's terrible to have to navigate, especially by from like making memes and stuff. You have so many like random screenshots. Oh my gosh, I have so many screenshots sometimes that I am like. Why did I even take a picture of that? Or like, why did I save that picture? I don't understand. Like yeah, it's, when it's I'm like going through. And... <laughs> it's like the equivalent like a comedian writing down one word that reminds them of something. Then they look at that like the next day. And they're like, I know. I know. I do that all the time. Like I go back through and I'm like, what? why did I save that? Like, what is this for? <laughs> okay. So the quote is, it's never too late to be better. It's never too late to do better. It's never too late to love better, and it's never too late to act better. What do you think about that? I like that a lot. It's, it's all about second chances, and those are really important. I mean, a lot of times when people mess up, you know, you can only hope to think that that was just them in a frame of their existence, and you're hoping that they're, they can get some kind of second chance to redeem themselves. I think that's important. I think it's really important. And like, I think that every day that you're alive and every moment that you experience anything or your, your interactions with other people, like you always have that option to be who you really are. But then if there's a situation where you don't feel your very best or you don't react a certain way, or you make a mistake or you do something wrong, you have that option to redeem yourself. You know, and so I think it's really important to realize that you're going to have a bad day. You're going to have, um, you're going to react, you're going to react away to something at some point in your life. You're going to do something to hurt someone else, Mm -hmm. but it's how you fix those things and how you become better through those trials and through those experiences that I think is like the ultimate goal of a human is to constantly be bettering yourself. Even if you feel like you can't, like you still should still try, you know, like, okay. Like for me, like I live with a chronic illness, like I don't feel good a lot, but it doesn't give me a right to be mean to somebody else because like, I don't feel good. Like, you know, nothing's going to come out of that. That's just going to, you know, make me bitter. Yeah. So I think it's just like, no matter what a person's dealing with, there's always that option to be the better person. Um, and I always try to be the better person. Like I've always tried to be the bigger person in situations. Um, 
but I do have some moments where like I will set I will set people straight like I'm not a complete pushover (laughs) of course sometimes you have to you know but for the most part I'm love and light so um yeah but I think that (laughs) I think it's just really important to constantly just keep moving like just keep going forward the best you can and celebrate the small wins like I've had to do that for myself like I would get so upset because like I couldn't do everything I used to do and then like I think it's really great for people to talk about you know like there's nothing wrong with going to therapy more people need to go to therapy like I've gone to therapy and it's so great to have that like non-biased person that you talk to about everything that's going on that's so Mm -hmm. not personal and it helps you channel things that you deal with in your life and how you react to other situations. So that it's a lot of those emotions are complex and you need help going like working through those things. Yeah. And I think that by being a better you is by figuring out all of your complexities and working on what's what you need to strengthen and what you need to like tie, you know, pull back on. So, that quote's really like positive. It. So, and if anyone listening goes to therapy, you're awesome. I think therapy's great and there's nothing wrong with it. And personally, more people should go. <laughs> and if you're thinking about going, you should definitely go too. That's something exactly. That exactly. I need to do for myself too. So, have you ever been before? No, it's something that I feel like I should have done a while ago, but <clears throat> it's, you know, it's time that I, you know, try and own my life and, you know, try and get that stuff under control. So, that's something that I need to do. Well, I think that that's awesome. I think that that's awesome that you, you want to take that step and do that. And, you know, my podcast is a very safe place to where like raw authenticity and just being yourself and, you know, you sharing that, like that's personal and me sharing things is personal, but yeah, that that's, that's what's important in life is like being, being personable with other people. And I'm telling you, like, Going, I mean, yes, you know, going to therapy, like there's things that like, you know, you're working on internally, but it's just really great to have somebody that like can listen to you that you aren't dating or that you're not friends with that don't Mm -hmm. have their friend relationship opinions. You know, they have their, yeah. And it's so, it's such a good outlet. Um, cause I, I like sometimes talking to people that have like, that are like not emotional, you know, like (laughs) I'm so emotional that I need somebody that's like, why are you feeling this way? You know, (laughs) why are you feeling this way? Why are you thinking this way? (laughs) You know, so it's good. If you do it, find a really good one and just like, I think it's really good. Like, you know, when you go to like doctors, you find the right doctor that's comfortable for you. Like when you see a therapist, you need to find somebody that you feel good with. Yeah, I've heard that process isn't the easiest either. You got to be pretty patient for that, I've heard. You do. You really yeah. do. Yeah. You really I've, try and find the right person you click with in that, in that regard. I had one that I've been seeing for over, over two years now, and then she oh, ended up leaving. You. And now I, it was really hard on me a couple weeks ago because I was like, I've talked to this person, like not weekly. I do it like every I've done it with her like every couple weeks or every month or whatever I could afford. Mm-hmm. But um, it's really hard because like she 
knew so much. And like, now I have to go like through a waiting list process to like, continue to like do that. And it's, it, I just think that like, I think like mental health and physical health should be more of a priority and more accessible to more people. Cause it's really not, Absolutely. you know, it's really not. And a lot of people miss out on the opportunities for it because it, it's, it's ridiculously expensive. It is. You got to find those ones that work on the sliding scale, right? Yeah, that's who mine was because, like, I have to pay for I have to pay for private insurance for my medical stuff, Mm -hmm. which isn't cheap either. But they don't cover any sort of like therapy or like uh, mental health services or anything like that. So that's not good. So I had to do the sliding scale, and um, I think it's very noble when people offer those programs. Yeah, it's important. I'm, I'm glad those people are around. I know, me too. Okay, so let's get back on a positive note. <laughs> That's <definitely laughs> <But> positive. <laughs> it is positive. It's good to talk about yourself and bettering yourself. So yeah. that's definitely positive. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what have you been vibing this week? What's something that you've been loving? Um, there's this, actually this book that I've been trying to dig into whenever I get a long time ago called, uh, <laughs> it's got a really silly title, but it's called Bohemian Manifesto, A Field Guide to Living on the Edge. <laughs> I know that book. You know that book? I do, yes. yes. Awesome, yeah. That thing yeah. written by, what's her name? Uh, Lauren Stover, I think her name is. Yeah. And That's yeah, so it's it, it's such a fun, silly read, you know, but it's uh, it's cool because it's all about digging into yourself and, and, you know, digging out that genuine, authentic artist and how to operate in the modern world with those kinds of feelings and emotions. Mm-hmm. But it's a really fun and silly, silly look at it. But that's something I've been vibing with. And uh, what else? Went to my local record shop yesterday and bought some some great Nick Cave records. It's another that's vibe. Awesome. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Supporting local shops and local coffee shops and whatnot. I love going. I love going and looking for records. It's one thing. It's a, that I... it's a fun experience. So much fun. So much fun. <laughs> I was like the queen of bargain bins. Like I would find some of the coolest stuff in there and Yeah. You know, like even at Goodwills too. You can always find some yeah. good gems there. Yeah, you can. I would say this week I'm vibing. Well, I got a new air purifier and it's amazing. And nice. yeah. So Amazon came through with a new air purifier. I needed one for my room. <laughs> um since I have dogs and one of them's really hairy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, it's good to, it's good to have clean, fresh air when you're sleeping. And Absolutely. Um, with how I was feeling last week with like having trouble breathing and stuff, I was like, I need something that will like help me better when I sleep. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. that'll help out for sure. You're going to wake up feeling refreshed now. Yeah, it's been nice. The last, you know, since I got it this past week, like the last couple nights when I've woken up, like, I feel like um, I'm not waking up in the middle of the night, like coughing or feeling, mm-hmm. you know, like congested as much. So good. So it's working. Yeah. So it's working. So <laughs> yeah. Amazon can come through with certain things. Absolutely. Except be careful if you order um, crystals through Amazon, because I've ordered a couple crystals through Amazon and they didn't come what they look like in the picture. And this one was really, I was really looking forward to it. I had ordered some, um, amber pieces so like I had Mm -hmm. ordered these like genuine amber like 
stones and in the picture they looked like they were probably about the size of like maybe a quarter or bigger which is fine and when I got them they were like the size of like a piece of rice oh my god <laughs> wow I was like Total this rip is... off. yeah so like I sent them <laughs> back and everything but I'm just like <laughs> do not do not catfish people Amazon. Do not do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have do to, not catfish I'm sure me with your rocks. She, my girlfriend buys crystals every now and then, and I'm sure she knows to stay away from Amazon. That's actually yeah. another thing that's cool about my my local record shop. They got crystals, too. That's awesome. <laughs> we got those I love kinds that. Of Midnight hour. That's what they're called. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. I have to look them up. That sounds like a really cool, um, sounds like a really cool shop. It's cool. They're doing a lot for, for their city. There's They have a location in San Fernando that they just opened up where the, well, I mean, they had a shop there, but they closed down their old location and opened a new one where it's a venue and record shop. So oh, they'll be throwing awesome. shows as, as well. They're doing a lot for the, for the community. I'm cool. hoping one day in my life, like my ultimate goal, like my ultimate goal of my entire life is that I've wanted to open like, not like a magic shop, but Mm-hmm. I've wanted to have like a hippie boho type shop <laughs> that like has like records and has like flowers and like crystals and, you know, herbs and like all different types of stuff like in there and have like cool like art and graffiti and just that's kind of been my thing. So that hopefully like a really cool shop. Yeah. like I, I do hope you open that up one day. Do you remember? um do you remember, like, in the malls, there used to be, like, aside from Spencer, there used to be, like, mm-hmm. these kind of maybe, like, Rastafarian-type um, tribal shops? Like, did you ever have any, like, stuff like that in your mall? You know what? It's not not exactly a mall shop, but there's a store that I used to go to a lot as a kid that that was kind of novel in that way. It was called Oz. You ever oh, heard of that? No, I haven't. Yeah, it, just, it had a bunch of really crazy weird stuff like that in there, but a whole variety of things too. Mm-hmm. That's kind yeah. of the only thing that I'm that's coming to mind right now for me, though. Well, there used to be in my mall. Like I'm from a small town in Indiana, but mm-hmm. we had this store, and it was just really cool because, like, it had the it had those bracelets. It had like a lot of like those like hemp bracelets that had like the colored beads, and like each colored bead meant something. Mm-hmm. And like when you lost it you would like, so like one would be for love and whenever it fell off, you were supposed to find, like you're supposed to fall in love and like, Oh wow. They had like all this real cool stuff. And I've always kind of been like, I want to have a shop like that that just has all these like really cool things. Um, yeah, that sounds really, really awesome. In it. Um, you know, and so yeah, maybe, maybe if the universe wants me to do that at some point, that'll happen. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so Yeah. Okay, so let's topic. So this week, I am joined by Adam, as you all have already heard. But we are going to talk about his Instagram page that he runs called Goth Peaks, which I'm a huge Twin Peaks fan. (laughs) um, And I cannot wait to just talk about this. So first and foremost, tell the listeners here a little bit about yourself um, what some of your hobbies are, and so on, and then we'll get talking about your Goth Peaks page. Okay, well, I am 31 years old, and growing up, I was just way into a lot of, you know, a lot of obscure, dark things, you know? 
Yeah. But um, as like as I got older, I would discover a lot more different stuff. And uh, oh, hold on, my son's awake. No, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. Hey, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's a. Uh, he's he woke up in a mood. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Like. That sounds right, like me, me in the morning. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like give me. me one second. Is it cool no. if I come right back? Yeah. Just... Be joining us in the background for the remainder. <laughs> That's fine. It's totally fine. Don't 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 apologize. Um, where were we? Uh, I think you were asking about me. I'm not yeah. Sure. I think it was. About... I think you were talking a little bit about like yourself. I think you started. How I think you started how old you were, and like yeah. then you're then he came out and he was like, Hi, yeah, <laughs> screaming, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to put it lightly. <laughs> um, so I think there's three, uh, three things that got me to like everything that I'm into right now. Mm -hmm. I think growing up, it was hearing Depeche Mode a lot because of my brother, and my brother also giving me Metallica's Black Album when I was really young, too. That and the Mortal Kombat soundtrack for the first movie. Okay. I think that got me into pretty much like everything that I that I'm into now. Yeah. And uh, just anything else that was on K Rock in the '90s. But but yeah, and so it wasn't until uh, until last year, until uh, what's up, buddy? Crayon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, but yeah, no, it wasn't until um. Uh, I think you know, when I was like 18 or 19 that uh, I started going out to uh, all these goth clubs and everything. So Yeah. Um, and then when I started going to those, that's when I started discovering a lot more music and just a bunch of different stuff going on and, you know, discovering artists to go see live. So that was really cool. And then around, um, as far as Twin Peaks is concerned, how I got into that, that's, um, I think I... I finally watched I think sometime late 2019 early 2020 and then I've been re-watching it every now and then ever ever since and I've been obsessed it's such that a great everything show else, David Lynch <laughs> oh, yeah nice. it's the best so good no I mean <laughs> I mean you can't go wrong with like Twin Peaks at all or David Lynch like they're both mm -hmm. you know they're both so stellar in caliber that you can't even like, there'll never be another writer like him, and there'll never be another show like Twin Peaks. Definitely like, it's not. just, it's impossible to touch it. Like, I think certain, I think certain shows will, like, use certain things. Like, I get certain vibes from it, um, from other stuff yeah. I've watched. But it's so, it's just so timeless, and I absolutely love that. So. The rewatchability is, in, is absolutely insane. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's. It's kind of like, I like, so my mom, so like, I've known about Twin Peaks for a long time. Like when I was younger, my mom watched it. Like it was like when mm -hmm. it was the thing that like yeah. all of our like parents were watching, you know, and I remember certain things about it, but I didn't get into it until probably about like, maybe like six years ago, six or yeah. seven years ago, like actually like. Really go. get into it, and then just so that like, was even before the return. Then that you got into, yeah, it. yeah. That's cool. So you like, I can only imagine the second the excitement that hit when you oh found out about the return. I did, I did. It was really cool to have that like come back after so long. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it, but there's things about the return that I like, but I really wanted. 
I, I really, really wanted to kind of play off like season two of the original that kind of just mm-hmm. got like when it got canceled, like it uh-huh. just kind of like dropped off. And there was like so many like I feel like there's so many things that were still like open ended, like even in the new, um, you know, the return that mm-hmm. I still don't have clarification on, which I'm totally <laughs> OK with, you know, like yeah. it's it's fine. That's Twin Peaks. But yeah, you're not alone in that regard for sure. <laughs> you know, but um the classic first two seasons, especially those season one, like those are the ones. Yeah, for sure. I respect that. Totally. I mean, so, I, I love, I love every element of Twin Peaks in their own regard. So good. So good. So did you like when you came up with, so I found your page, um, mm-hmm. because I've in the last, like probably like year or two, I've, connected with like twin peaks like satire pages online and there's so the f- many so many and the first one i came across was sad peaks and oh, then yes. you know that's run by right. dave mm-hmm. and he then did his like um <clears throat> he did like a nick cave one and then he also did a Mad Men one because like i'm a huge like yeah, Mad Men. Drooper, i think it's called don drooper yes yeah. <laughs> so like those are like my two favorite shows aside from like Game of Thrones. It's like Mad Men and Twin Peaks. So Yeah. You yeah, know, I, and I then, love Game of Thrones too. <laughs> so good. And then like it just opened up this really great community that people got to do their spin-offs on. And mm-hmm. I loved how you incorporated goth stuff with Twin Peaks and it just works. Yeah. And then it's I know you I like, yeah. Yeah. And then I know like you and I were talking the other day. And you were like, you should make one and call. I was like, glam, I was like glam peaks, but somebody actually has that. So like I created glitter peaks. (laughs) It is better. It works. (laughs) Yeah. But you've been posting some really cool stuff so far too. I've been liking it. Thank you. I'm trying to like, (laughs) it's like mainly going to be twin peaks, but I'm going to cross it over Mm -hmm. with like a lot of like pop culture and different things that I like. It's more that, fun that way. It is. It really yeah. is. You it know? really is. Like, it gives you a lot of like excuses to just gear off and do your own thing with a lot. With a lot. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. He's just really happy. <laughs> yeah, he's co- he's um, coloring with them with a, in a Peppa Pig. He's really book. happy. <laughs> so, um, since we're talking a little bit about Twin Peaks, like, who were some mm-hmm. of your favorite characters? Uh, one that always stands out for sure is always Gordon Cole. I mean, David Lynch was his, his, it was great. His overacting and everything. It was so funny and just a a really sweet character too, you know? And just, uh, yeah. (laughs) So he always made me laugh. And I just, I love the ones that stand out to me are just like the really silly and happy, (laughs) positive ones that you just can't help but smile at when you're watching it on the the show. I know. So like, you know, Andy and all of them. I know. Andy's, (laughs) Andy's the best person. Like, the, his character and just so and like I love how everybody's always on him about like stop crying Andy like stop yeah, crying Andy you know <laughs> he just, he's so emotional yeah um, that's kind of probably one of the reasons why I like him <laughs> yeah um and so it's just and then like you said with like Gordon Cole like David Lynch coming in and playing that character mm-hmm. I really I like Shelly a lot too, but I like the way that his character and Shelly interact because Shelly's never had a good male figure in her life. And like, even though no, she's like crazy in love with Bobby, Bobby's still kind of like a bad boy. He's got some you know, issues. She, 
Yeah. So he kind of treats her in like a nurturing way, almost mm-hmm. father-like, but then almost like what a man should treat a woman like too. And I like that her character gets that for a moment through mm-hmm. Twin Peaks. You know, he makes nice her feel that, really yeah. special. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why she gets so swept away by him, too, for that moment. I know, because she's never had experience, <laughs> like, somebody just being nice to her and appreciating her. Yeah. You know? Um, I would say, like, some of my favorite characters would have to be, like, of course, Laura Palmer. Um, yeah, absolutely. Gotta love her. Um, everybody loves everybody loves Agent Cooper. Um, absolutely, with good reason. Yeah, Kyle MacLachlan, he's <laughs> just, he's perfect. Um, the log lady, um, oh, she's Catherine Coulson. She's wonderful. So wonderful amazing. Recipe. You know, I, I know. And, um, of course, Leland, Audrey, mm-hmm. you know, you can't, and I was so impressed with myself and like, I don't want to like be conceited or anything, but like, I was so impressed that like, I came up with, you know, the satire page <clears throat> and then the other morning I woke up and I just I had this song um insane in the brain by Cypress Hill in my head Love and it. then I pulled like I thought about Leland and I was like how can I put that into like a meme or something and then so mm-hmm. I paired it up with him driving when he was singing the song and his car was swerving all over the place and like I paired it up to that song and it was just like Leland was a gangbanger and I loved it like it It worked so well I laughed so hard when I saw that it was great (laughs) it was like that song was made for him in two totally different universes Um, (laughs) I love it but I think that that's like what's really important about the television show, you know, Twin Peaks and the cult following and all the people that love Mm -hmm. it, you can incorporate it so much in everyday life, but you can do all these crossovers that it just works together. It's It's almost like ubiquitous in that regard. I love that. Yeah. It's almost like you can like create Twin Peaks in any scenario and like they could almost join together in some alternate universe and it works. It works. And that's the funniest part of it, though, that it works so well. It does. It works yeah. so well. So what um, so what are some, like, favorite, like, things that inspire you to do your, you know, goth peaks? And what inspires you personally? Like, what are some of your, like, hobbies, different things like that? Uh, things that inspire me to do the goth peak stuff. I mean, it's just exploring random fun headspaces where you wouldn't imagine things crossing over in such a sense. Um, and a lot of times it's really just simple. (laughs) 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 He's so happy. Yeah. Man, to be Um, a kid again, man, (laughs) you know, like freedom and like, no, yeah, just, yeah. You get a nice taste of it when you're a parent. You just get so nostalgic towards those times. I know. <laughs> and seeing it through your kid is just the best thing ever. <laughs> oh, I love um, that. But, uh, oh yeah, but uh, as far as uh, making the stuff for my page, I mean, a lot of times um, I'll do uh, what I what I love to do is just is getting album art and finding some way to uh, you know peek it out, in a, in, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah by deciding which yeah. album I do, it's usually going to be um, 
uh, one that's kind of featured as like an anniversary. There's a this great page that I follow called Post Punk Online, okay. who gives so much info on like all the new goth bands that that are coming out and their, when their new releases come out, while still paying homage to all the you know and giving tribute to all the classics. Yeah. yeah. And so um, they'll do anniversary posts for certain albums, and then if I'm feeling inspired enough, if something hits that day, I'll I'll you know do something with that album art to make it Twin Peaks or something else, some other David Lynch thing. Yeah. That's another way I come to someone with a random post. But so as who far are as, some um, Yeah. Oh, so sorry. who are like some of your favorite like goth influences? Like who influenced you goth wise? Goth wise, if I were to give like maybe a top five as okay. far as like goth figures go, I think that'd probably be the easiest for me. Yeah, let's um, do that. Yeah. Uh Nick Cave for sure. Okay. you know his dark writing and, and and his sense of duality i think there's a lot of duality in in, in, in goth culture and, and goth people you know yeah so you know there's that um i would say uh dave gahan of depeche mode you know okay. he amazing voice uh, yeah. yeah um <laughs> he's like yeah <laughs> he's like rock, uh, rock on depeche mode yeah yeah he loved to hear in depeche mode when he was younger too <laughs> at least i hope he did um let's see who's number three uh robert smith of the cure i would say is another big goth influence absolutely <clears throat> his you know writing most of them most of them are just going to be musicians for the most part i would say but um who also is a someone i'd say um peter murphy of uh bauhaus for yeah. sure love Bauhaus yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. they're great he's just another one that, that that I love to see live too um and for number five I would probably have to say um I don't know I would probably this was unexpected for me but I would say Tim Burton I would say Tim Burton oh definitely God. does a lot of cool stuff in that oh that I love in the, in the goth world you know yeah he as really does the goth aesthetic and everything for kids it's great I know. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. <laughs> yeah. They're like so cute when they're like, it's like, it's like you can't, you can't not, you cannot love them, even though they're so energetic. It's like almost like so much, but then it's like so cute at the same time. You know, yeah. you're just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you're so excited. <laughs> <laughs> he's absolutely excited. Oh, it's so it's total cute. opposite of when he, when he first woke up, he's like, it's in such a happy mood now. He was a little grumpy boy when he woke up. Yeah, I'm always I'm, <laughs> like, like I told you when we talked the other day, I said that like I am normally not myself until like 2 p.m. every day. Oh, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Some people take a while. <laughs> Some people take a while. And like when I used to have to work like in the corporate field and I was doing that for a while and I had to be up really early and like a lot of people thought a lot of people thought that I wasn't nice, but it was just like I can't carry on conversations that early. Like it's really hard for it's me. It's hard. Yeah. Like, my brain's not even awake yet. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, you're coming at me, like, you know, Susan's coming at me, like, can you help me find this? I need this and this and this. And I'm like, I can't even, like, open my eyes right now. <laughs> it's hard, man. I mean, with my job, I have to start at 5 a.m. whenever I start there. No. And, and it's just rough, man. <laughs> I give you mad props to do that because I would have already... The first day, they would have been like, don't come back. And it would be like, peace. That's cool. I'm out. <laughs> this would not have worked out. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing it for a while, and it's it's still hard to get used to, for sure. Yeah. That's a lot. 
I would say like to kind of put in like what you did too, um, like my top five, like I love, you know, the house, like you said, um, mm-hmm. been a huge fan of them for a long time. Um, I mean, you can't go wrong with like Depeche Mode, of course, ever or The Cure. Mm-hmm. But I would say like mine would be like um, The Cult, The Crow, Morticia Adams, Mm-hmm. The goth kids from South Park. <laughs> I love those guys. Good choice. That's a, oh, they make me laugh so much. And then it's a band from the 80s. They were synth wave, but they kind of had this like goth glitch. And it was um, real life. Oh, I love real life. Yeah. Yes. Angel. yes love that song. Love that song so much. So great. <laughs> so what are some songs that you've been listening to this week? Songs I've been listening to this week. Um, Let's see. There's a few. Um, you know what? They're not coming to mind right now. I Hold on. It's okay. Oh, you know what? Sneaker Pimps just released a new... Uh, they had a new release of a single, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. It's called a Fighter, I think Ew. it's called. And that's a, yeah, so they were, they were not around for a while, and now they just they got back together, and they came out with some new stuff, and it's great. Um, that's really cool. Uh, what else? I would say uh, there's a band called Aesthetic Perfection. They just had a new release as well called American mm-hmm. Psycho. That's a really fun one. That's Very one electronic. of my favorite films, too. Yeah, there you mm-hmm. go. Love <laughs> good, American Psycho. Movie too. <laughs> yeah, so good. Great song title, great movie. <laughs> Absolutely. And aside from that, just all Nick Cave. I'm always listening to Nick Cave, so any Nick Cave song. I'm listening to it. <laughs> That'll be another one. <laughs> That's awesome. I would say like this week I've done John Cicada, which mm-hmm. he sings a song called Just Another Day. It's literally like my whole vibe in life. Nice. Like I just want to like, I want to live in that world in that song. Like everything that song. It. It makes... it's, a, it's a cool song. <laughs> everything that song makes me <laughs> feel is how I want to live my life every day. It's just so great. Um, then like Julie London, um, mm-hmm. love her. Stray Cats. Thank you. Stray Cats um, is classic. You can't go wrong with that. And then Kaja Gugu, Too Shy. I've listened to that this week. And love that name. Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> it's they used um, they used it in American Horror Story, nineteen eighty four. They um, they kind of had the Kaja Gugu band through that. I don't know if you've seen it, but it I was just really really it. funny. Um, but there's like one quote she says, like basically like Kaja Gugu ends up getting in the like American Horror Story like eighties type. They were a band that was gonna play this like festival and mm-hmm. the girl comes out and she was like, I cannot believe you killed Kaja Gugu. And it was just like so <laughs> like, no, you can't, because they're just so awesome. Um <laughs> and then I've been doing a lot of like I've been, I was doing some Stanley Kubrick art because I love him. And so oh, I, love, I love Stanley Kubrick. And so when I do art, I like to listen to like music a lot when I'm doing it. So mm-hmm. I was listening to the Oswald Shut and the Clockwork Orange soundtrack. So both yeah. awesome soundtracks. Yeah, definitely. so good. <laughs> so every week I do like a zodiac portion or I do like an oracle reading that I've started. But um, for this week, we're just going to talk a little bit about you as a cancer. So I know you're a cancer and like okay. I'm a cancer rising. So yeah. I don't know if you know like your whole birth chart or anything like that, but 
Like I don't. The only part I know is just the cancer part. (laughs) So I'll do your birth chart for you sometime. It's like really cool because like your moon sign and your rising sign like affects like your persona as well. Mm -hmm. So um, with you being like a cancer, like my mom was a cancer. And so they're almost, how are you kind of like, are you really emotional? Like they say cancers are, or are you kind of like a little bit more reserved? No, no, definitely say more on the emotional side. So I fit into that stereotype for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I'm not crazy about the whole horoscope and zodiac thing. I think they're fun. I love, to, I love to hear yeah. about them and and yeah, have my friends tell me about them because I have a lot of friends who love that stuff too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's crazy how I always seem to relate with some with whatever the horoscope is for the cancer that day and yeah, it's uh, it's funny in that regard. Yeah. I think it's really cool because like I have like some friends that you know, I. They, they, they're interested in it, but they're not all about it. And so, like, sometimes okay. I'll talk to them about it, and I'll just be like, okay, she's sharing this with me. Like, I really don't follow it like she does. But I'm just like, I'm just trying to get into your personality and, like, let you know more about yourself. And mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's just kind of really cool when you have, like, certain attributes that kind of go with, like, your astrological sign because, you know, just as, like, the world was created in the universe and, like, you know, by this divine being, like, you know, you're made up of stardust too. So I think it's kind of just, it's always a really cool concept to really just kind of, you know, get mm-hmm. into. So, yeah. I think it's fun. I, I, I like talking to friends about it sometimes. Yeah. So for my Halloween season, I am doing a little section each week where I tell a creepy story or a fun, creepy fact. So I'm going to do a story and then we'll do our little quiz and then we'll wrap up today. Sounds fun. Okay. Awesome. I'm way excited for Halloween, by the way. I just went to the, um, the, what is it? The spirit Halloween story yesterday to get a, oh a Woody my... costume for my son. Oh, oh I love that. And, yeah. And like, oh man, as soon as I walked in there, I just got totally in the Halloween mood and spirit. And so I'm, I'm definitely excited for that. I start, I mean, I love like, no, I love horror all year round. So, I mean, (laughs) I'm always in a spooky mood, but I get this like extra spooky fire around the end of August. So like within the last week, I've already got my, like my spooktacular vibes going. (laughs) Awesome. That's good. What do you, what do you, uh, do you have like a certain movie you have to watch every year? I really watch a lot of them. Um, I watched The Witches with that was um, that Jim Henson did. Yes, nice. yes. Good one. One of my my favorites. girlfriend showed me that one. I didn't know about that one before, and I was blown away by it. I loved it. It was it's it's so great. It's like a staple for me. I love that one. Um, mm-hmm. I usually watch like Halloween. I usually watch like Rosemary's Baby. Um, mm-hmm. The Conjuring's like I mean I literally just get into the whole mood of like campfires and like scary stories and like Halloween things and it's fall Mm -hmm. and it's just such a magical time I feel like it's fun I love it I'm going to share since it's kind of started spooky season for me I'm going to incorporate each week now a creepy story or a creepy fact for my ghoul baleen that I'm going to have on atomic blonde ghoul baleen yeah I thought it would just be perfect um, so I'm going to share a creepy fact. Okay. Okay. And then we'll do our quiz and we'll wrap up for this episode. Good. Okay. 
1915, Dr. D.K. Briggs of Blackville, South Carolina, declared 30-year-old Essie Dunbar dead after an apparent epilepsy attack. She was buried the following morning, but her sister in the neighborhood town couldn't get there until after the coffin had been lowered into the ground. When she arrived, she asked the ministers to dig up her coffin so she could see her sister one last time. When the screws were removed and the coffin opened, Essie sat up and smiled at her sister. She went on to live another 47 years, although many people believed her to be a zombie. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> that was, okay, as humorous as that sounded towards the end, that was actually, uh, I don't know, that, 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 that was really nice. And uh, it, it was spooky and sc scary, but spooky. actually I loved the... I love the idea of uh, of uh, of her coming back and getting another shot. Yeah. No. I when I when I read that, like it was creepy. Like it's really creepy. But then it's also kind of like I kind of like the fact, like what you said too, that this person had an opportunity to, yeah. you know, still live her life. And like I'm really big on, I'm really big on the aspect of like, you know, when people. There's times that like when people pass or like people are on the or on the threshold of passing or people assume certain things like a person has passed. I'm always I'm always kind of in that mindset that like I believe in second chances too at the same time. So if I to if I ever were to die, like I would want whoever was around me to like make sure that I was like really gone. Like I'm not there anymore <laughs> because it would terrify me to be buried alive, to, to be true. buried alive so sure. and still have capacity to give to the world. But I think like with that story and it's true, but that was like in 1915. Like I think now medical science and other things that we've, you know, gotten better at, I think they would make better determinations than burying someone alive now. You know, she was resurrected. So. Yeah, I know. I I, <laughs> I didn't have like the biggest reaction to to her being buried alive. I know that. It's insane <laughs> that like. I mean, I don't want to laugh about it. Like, I would never want to be buried alive. Like, I would want somebody to like Who really, would? literally. But if I died, I would want somebody to like be sure. You know, like mm -hmm. I don't. That's like one of the my biggest. I don't like claustrophobic things at all. So like no. being like buried alive, being trapped in an elevator, being like, I, I can't do any of that. Like, it's just no. So um, I'm glad That's that totally now, right? yeah, I'm glad that now yeah. people are a little bit more than back like in the early like 1900s, you know, yeah. um, and like the movie, The Nun, have you seen the movie, The Nun? Yeah. No, I, you know, actually in that whole Conjuring universe, I only yeah. just, I just watched uh, those Conjuring movies for the first time. It's like, I think it's like a few months back when the new one came out. So I still have to watch the rest of those, like Annabelle and The Nun and all that. But no, I have not seen The Nun yet. Well, I won't give away like the whole thing, but like in The Nun, they talk a little bit about like they used to bury people like back. Yeah. In like oh the 1800s, like soldiers, and sometimes they would just bury people that were on the battlefield, and they don't they didn't necessarily check to see if they were still alive, so they put bells in the ground, Oof. 
So people would be buried and they'd ring the bells to be like, no, I'm not, I'm not dead. Okay. So we are going to do a quiz. It is called, which type of goth are you really the most like? Okay. Okay. So here we go. You'll go first and then I'll do mine. All right. Pick a tarot card. The Empress, the Tower, the Magician, the Devil, the Hierophant, or the High Priestess? Uh, I'm going to choose the tower. Okay. All right. Which of these words appeals to you the most? Apathy, blood, uprising, electricity, dazzle, or nature? I'm going to go with uh, electricity. Okay. What band would you most like to meet out of this list? Sishu and the Banshees. Black Audio, The Cure, Corpse, My Chemical Romance, or The Yeah, Yeah, Yes? Um, the Cure. Okay. All right. What is your animal of choice? Cat, bat, lion, sparrow, unicorn, or otter? Uh, sparrow. Okay. Sparrow. All right. Pick a flower, sage, magnolia, acanthus, lily, candy turf, or a black-eyed Susan? Uh, lily. Okay, and that's a horrible name for a flower, by the way, black-eyed Susan. I don't like that. <laughs> it's a horrible name. Yeah, it's not, that's bad. not the best name. Dang Poor botanist. <laughs> Jesus, okay. They should have had, uh, what's his name, uh, Harold Smith. Oh, my gosh. Flower. Horrible. Okay, what is an ideal date for you? Dinner and a movie, anything that involves a mosh pit, a fancy restaurant with a view, a hike and a picnic lunch, a trip to an old library, or take me to a rave? (laughs) Um, I feel like back in the day it would have been a mosh pit, but now I would say a library. Okay. He's ready for a rave. Yeah, he's, he's throwing a paper plane around and having a great time. That's amazing. Okay, which of these songs speak to you? I Need You Tonight by NXS, Dreams, Fleetwood Mac, Girls Not Gray, AFI, Dark Entities, Bauhaus, Love Will Tell Us Apart, Joy Division, or Star Shopping, Little Peep? Um, let's go with Love Will Tell Us Apart. Okay. All right. Okay. And then pick a book. The Devil Wears Prada, Slaughterhouse Five, Dracula, 1984, The Hunger Games, or Tranny by Laura J. Scrain. Um, I'm going to say Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. Which city would you like to visit? Amsterdam, Prague, Area 51, Paris, New York City, or Ibiza? I'm going to go with Paris. Okay. And then which of these albums speak to you? Runner, Nothing Nowhere, Substance, New Order, Ocean Rain, Echo and the Bunnymen, Lungs, Floris and the Machine, Tiger Army, Tiger Army, or the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders for Mars. David Bowie. I'm going to go with Tiger Army. Okay, Tiger Army. 
All right, you are punk goth. Cool. Yes. Nice. I think that's accurate. <laughs> I think it is accurate. <laughs> You're rebellious, yeah. passionate, and spontaneous with a little bit of a wild card. <laughs> I like that's it. That's awesome. I love that. I, okay. think, I think it works. <laughs> okay, I'll do mine real quick, and then we'll wrap okay. up. Okay. Sounds good. All right, so here we go. All right, for the tarot card, I would pick the Empress. Okay. The words, out of the words that would appeal to me the most, apathy, blood, uprising, electricity, dazzle, or nature. We're going to go with dazzle. Okay. Which band would you most, right? (laughs) Glitter peaks. (laughs) Which band would you most like to meet? Sushu and the Banshees, Black Audio, The Cure, Corpse, My Chemical Romance, or The Yeah, Yeah, Yes? I would say The Cure. Cool. What is your animal of choice? Cat, bat, lion, sparrow, unicorn, or otter? I would say cat. Pick a flower. Sage, magnolia, acanthus, lily, candy turf, or uh, not so black eyed season. Because <laughs> I think it's horrible. Season. I think it's horrible to say <laughs> black eyed season. Um, I would probably go with lily. I love lilies. Nice. An ideal day now would be probably a picnic. Um, which of these songs speaks to you? Need You Tonight, Dreams, Girls Not Gray by AFI. I'm just going to say that one because that's like my song forever in a day. AFI is great. I have a fantastic shirt that crosses over AFI and, um, and uh, Twin Peaks. It says uh, <gasps> a fire inside. <laughs> oh my gosh, I need that. I love that. Yeah, so from much. Uh, City Fox Printing, so definitely check that out. <laughs> I will. Um, pick a book Devil Wears Prada, Slaughterhouse Five, Dracula, 1984, The Hunger Games, Tranny by Lane Chain. Um, I'm going to say 1984. Good choice. I love that book. Um, it's, cra- it's, it's really crazy how like that book's like starting to become a reality now. It's insane to me. It really There's- seems so, but I, I like it. <laughs> I know. Try to. Um, where would you want to visit? Amsterdam, Prague, Area 51, Paris, New York, or Ibiza? I'm going to say Amsterdam. Good choice. I've heard good things. <laughs> Which of these albums speak to you? It's going to be David Bowie. Love Bowie. I am a glam goth. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) It says with your signature dark and dramatic style, you know how to walk into a room and command it. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. Well, Adam, it's been so much fun, and I'm glad your son could join us too today. He's precious. Just quickly give a quick shout out to a couple other people. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Yeah, go right ahead. Definitely. If um. Just a really good friend I made through making the Goth Peaks account named Demon Peaks. We're going to have something too, so keep an eye awesome. open for that. And um, yeah, I mean, I would love to, all the other Peaks accounts, like Colson Peaks and Sun Peaks, Mullet Peaks. I mean, it's become a great community, so <laughs> sorry. No, it's okay. Twin Peaks is awesome. We love Twin Peaks. We love everyone and have a great night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Take care, Adam. Bye-bye. Bye. Make sure to follow me on social media for exclusive Atomic Blonde content in the palm of your hand at MissFemFatal underscore. That's M-S-F-E-M-F-A-T-A-L-E underscore.
The music discussed in this episode will be available over on my Instagram stories for a playlist through Spotify. To keep up with my guest Adam, you can follow him on social media at Goth Peaks. And please make sure to subscribe and share the show with all your friends. Also, if you want to get fun and Twin Peaksy, make sure you also check out my page, Glitter Peaks, for some fun nostalgia mixed with pop culture. Stay hot!